0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Hey, this is Melissa Miller and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. Hi, listeners, and
0: welcome to another edition of We Days with Marv. Today on the show, we welcome back our friend, Elle Mears. we we'll, will talk with Elle about what she's been up to since the last time she was on, and, and anything else she's working on that she can talk about. This should be fine. And as usual, I've got my buddy Craig with me. Hey, Craig, how are you, sir?
2: Very good, Cody. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. I'm just waiting for for early call in. Uh, um I think she's actually
3: uh,
0: uh um, in the studio today so uh, so uh she uh, she might be a little late calling in, I don't know. I messaged her on on, on Instagram.
2: Oh yes. Uh, she said this morning when I uh she confirmed the interview and she said earlier this morning that she was really excited.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, actually, I'm. I, I'm getting. I'm looking. I'm getting really excited about CMA Fest. A lot of events are s- slowly being announced. Lindsay L's fan club party was officially announced today, for, for Friday of CMA Fest week, which is June seventh. It's going to be an early bird special doors open at 8 and the smash starts at 9 o'clock. It's going to be at the One Memorial Auditorium. We talked about that prior to going on there, about both of us attending. Tickets go on sale this Friday. I, have you ever gotten to see Lindsay L live? I have not.
0: There's one thing
2: I want to I've do. Seen her, I've seen her so many times, Cody. She is sensational. She's a terrific performer. She's terrific with her fans. I guarantee you, you'll get a big hug from her if you go.
0: I, I absolutely want to go. That's, that's one thing I want to see her. That's on my bucket list. Here, she you see Lindsay live?
2: Make your bucket list a reality. Take, get ready to cross it off your list. Out of all the fan club <laughs> parties, that's the one that I'm mainly interested in.
0: Oh yeah, uh, and also another uh, big uh, big event is uh, I mean uh, this week in Nashville uh, the, the uh, 2019
2: NFL Draft. It's this Thursday, and it's going to be a madhouse. All of Broadway is going to be closed down because the draft is going to be right on Broadway. I don't even think they have they're not even having it in the Nissan Stadium. And then they have gonna be having concerts heard, all week
0: I heard they're having it at the uh, at the Cambria Hotel
2: oh uh, I' don't, that's very that's small i uh, I'm surprised that they didn't have it at Nissan stadium last year they had it at a football stadium this year they're not So right. I think maybe they're saving. The outside for the the concert venue. There's going to, uh, I think Tim McGraw is going to perform. Dirk Bentley is going to perform. Lindsey is also scheduled to perform. So it's going to be sensational. Uh, you know, um,
3: <laughs>
0: uh, being the the uh, football fan that I am, I, I think the NFL draft should be a national holiday.
2: Should be it's on Thursday the NFL draft. I uh,
0: yeah, no, uh, I think it should be a national holiday. Those three days should be a national holiday. I think.
2: Well, it will be a national holiday, and the people in Nashville, I'm sure, they're going to be taking off. They're going to be too fired up, and some of the and some people maybe even too uh, boozed up, if you know what I mean. To
0: work. Oh, I'm sure of that completely. Uh, but uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm and, uh, I'm interested. To, I'm I'm interested to see what my Titans do in the draft because uh, because Lord knows they need help at receiver.
2: The Titans. Um, let's see. The Titans. I think we should be very careful about Mariola. Forgive me Titans fans saying this. I really was rooting for Marcus Mariota to do well. He was terrific in college. He's good, but I don't think he's reached his full potential yet. You know, he does. I don't think he rushes enough. Um, you know, it forces him to be more of a pocket passer. Uh, and he needs more better receivers in order to do it. He can't just rely on Derrick Henry. I think they could use a very yeah. good tight end. There's few coming out of the draft. And yet they could use one more good receiver and one more person on draft, and Mariota for to improve, for them to have a chance to make the playoffs and possibly go deep in it. You have New yeah. England
0: is not going to stay up there
2: forever. But.
0: You know, and this draft is not a as, as quarterback deep as, as a lot of previous drafts are. I can probably name at least. I can probably name the two quarterbacks right offhand uh, that I know are going to draft, and that's Haskins uh, of of Oklahoma State. No, Ohio State
3: actually,
0: and somebody
3: else.
0: Those are the only two quarterbacks that I know of.
2: I'll give you a hint. The, who's the quarter? Who the quarterback from Oklahoma?
0: Probably going to go first pick in the draft. Uh, Tyler Murray. That was the Correct. other one I was thinking of, yeah. That was the okay, other one I was thinking so, of, Tyler Murray.
2: All right, L was just, pe- L's just if, picked
0: me. If, 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 uh, if Tyler Murray doesn't uh, play baseball, which, which I think he's already told already told the athletics that he's, he's, uh, he's uh, more focused on oh. the NFL draft.
2: It was a tough decision. He would either play for Oakland or for the NFL, I think, because because he did so well this one year uh, in college that he decided to go in a draft. And uh, I think he knows he's going to be taken first by the Arizona Cardinals. The coach said –
0: Hold on one second, buddy.
2: uh, Look, that's Ellie calling in. Hey, this is Elle. Hey, this is Elle. How's it going,
0: guys? Hello, so like, good. How are you? How are
1: you, I'm doing good, thanks. I'm actually in the studio right now, so sorry I had to pull away for a sec. As
0: <laughs> huh. so I good. told Craig earlier, uh, um, um, I said uh, I knew you had a studio time book today, so uh, so let's let uh, well, I figured you probably were in the studio.
1: Yep, you got it right.
0: <laughs> uh. I thank you again for doing this today.
1: Of course, thank you guys for having me again.
0: Absolutely. Um, the last time you were on was a little over a year ago. It was February seventh of. It, it was uh, February seventh of last year. So, uh, so, and a lot has has happened for you in that time. Um. Um. As a matter of fact, we just got through playing your your. You're, you're a brainy single Burning
3: Silhouette" and I'm yeah, going you,
0: that that is such a cool song.
1: Thank you guys so much. That was such a fun song to write and produce, and really, really uh, kind of watch the whole thing come to life. So the, the way that it's kind of you know taken off on Spotify and on YouTube, we've been so happy just watching it grow and. I've gotten so many messages, and, and uh, you know, like people listening to it on videos, and have sent me messages and stuff with it. It's it's been really fun.
2: It's a terrific and, song. It's uh, definitely a burning song that's on fire.
0: <laughs> we agree. And, and if I'm not mistaken, you have another song that's dropping in a couple
1: of weeks. I sure do. Yeah, May 10th is our drop date. So. Um, my next single is, it's called, uh, Turning of Love Song, so I'm actually in there cutting the final vocals on it now, we're just finishing up the mix and sending it to mastering, so it's just about ready to go. It's awesome. going to
2: have and... to for where to turning on the heat for this love, the love song.
1: Oh, you bet. We, uh, it's the perfect song for this time of year. We, I had some fans coming in saying, okay, we've heard kind of your softer side, now they want to hear your fun side, so we're, uh, this is yeah. going to be your roll your windows down, take a drive kind of song.
2: Well, this yeah. sounds, is, this gonna, is there an EP that's coming out In the future Ellie with these two songs And more
1: You know actually not uh, We're actually aiming towards a full album Probably not this year but it's going to be next year So we're releasing a few singles uh, Between just, just over the course of this year Kind of into the fall and then we'll probably be looking at Putting together a full album with Videos a promo and everything coming out Probably in 2020
2: Well so the fun's just beginning for you For this Oh album. yeah
1: <laughs> We're just getting rolling, so yeah, the is um, just starting. Uh, I wanted
0: to ask, Al, uh, um, Of course, being an independent artist and and without the backing of a label, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and and having just dropped, I dropped this new single with with another one coming out in a matter of weeks. Uh, is there any pressure uh, of being independent? Uh, uh, to sort of uh, sort of outdo yourself musically from from one single to the
1: next. Absolutely, I would definitely say so. I mean, especially being independent, there's you know it's it's constantly working and constantly pushing for the next best song, the next best thing. So I'm constantly kind of shaping my sound, kind of redoing where we're going in the studio, just want to keep everything moving forward. I never want it to stay stagnant. So. Um, it's always i think especially with writing since i do write most of my own or all of my own songs that i put out um i think it's it's trying to challenge myself to write the next whatever i need so you know it might be an anthem and i'll try and make that the best anthem that i've ever written and then i'll try and you know move to the next one and do the best love song or the best you know summer song and then just keep it going and right. i always try and beat myself last time uh, uh
0: you know and and i respect that about about independent artists, I, I I respect that so much because 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 the 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 music industry is such a grind. <laughs> uh, um, this is my view of the industry b- before I started the show. It was you make a record, uh, radio airplay, boom, instant millionaire, and that's absolutely not how it works at all.
1: I wish that was how it works. That would be really fun if it was.
0: <laughs> That's absolutely not how it works out. And and I respect you guys. I mean I mean, without the backing of a label or or any sort of team or or a promoter or anything pushing you. I admire your drive for this.
1: Thanks. It's I don't know, it's such a it's such a fun lifestyle. I think it's, it's not just, it's, it's the drive that it's, it's how you live it. It's, it's constantly getting up every day, you know, motivated to do something to write to, you know, I've, I've been, do, so I've actually done a few different podcasts recently and I just had another interview this morning with a, uh, with a live video blog. It's um, all about successful people. And, you know, it's, it's a constant drive and pushing, you know, each morning to wake up for the right reasons. And for me, it's, it's music and so many different career aspirations. So it's like, it's, it's just this this love to work, and it's this this working to try and, you know, the most valuable thing is time. So it's just trying to, you know, do everything that I love to give myself more time to do music. So it's all this this big cycle.
0: <laughs> and and I love that. I mean, I mean, um, like I said earlier, I've been at this podcast thing for the past seven or eight years, and 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 there's literally nothing that 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 makes me happier than uh, than seeing you guys succeed.
1: I think it's really fun being an artist too, especially since being an independent artist is more common these days. You definitely do still have the labels and, you know, they're the major players, but there are a lot more people that are making really, really successful careers, um, you know, monumental careers that are independent. And it's really fun to kind of be in similar groups and either watch them succeed independently or watch them succeed to a level that allows them to get signed with one of the majors and then watch them grow. But it's fun because you're in this pool of incredible talent and we all get to kind of grow together in this. So, you know, it's really uplifting, it's really inspiring, it's a great world to be in just, you know, kind of watching each other grow. And uh
0: and and speaking for myself as a little bit of an outsider uh but also an insider because because I'm only 3 hours away from Nashville. So, so I go there pretty much every every opportunity I possibly get. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be at a show, uh, the, uh, like I'm just making this up at the, at the listening room somewhere and, mm-hmm. and, and sitting that artist on the stage, uh, um, giving it everything, they, everything they got. Uh, for me, as a music lover, there's uh, there's no better feeling than saying that for me as a music lover.
1: Yeah, absolutely, it's contagious. I think that's my favorite thing about music is from somebody sitting on a stage at a small little bar to somebody that's on a stage at a stadium. You know, with a with a packed out house. Music is another language, and I feel like it supersedes everything else because you can make people feel something. You can kind of. Put put whatever you were feeling when you wrote that song, and give that to somebody else in such a cool, unique way. That's that the best part about music: is to moves you.
0: I wanted to ask too. Uh, uh, when everything's said and done with your career, and and you won Grammys, CMAs, um, um, every award in the book. And it's going to happen for you. There, there, there's not a doubt in my mind it's going to happen for you. But uh, <laughs> when, when, when everything is sitting down with your career, what impact or legacy would you like to have have, uh, have left in the music industry?
1: Honestly, I think, it, especially I, I was just talking about this, that this morning. Um, I come from a kind of a hard past, so I think the one thing that I've always that's always kind of pushed me forward and made me want to never give up on this. And that's just given me this undying, you know, drive and this persistence is just that I can not only prove it to myself, but prove it to other people too, that come from hard backgrounds, that this is possible. There's, there's nothing too big to go after. There's nothing too, too much to want. You know, it's just about how much work you're willing to put into it, what you're willing, what part of your life you're willing to dedicate to it. And I think if I can just say that and, you know, ultimately down the road, i my ultimate goals are um, to start a label at some point. I really want to start a label that's, that's very much motivationally driven. That's all about people that are motivated not only for themselves but that want to give back, people that, that want to get involved with their communities, that want to affect the world, that want to spread this positive message of, you know, it, mindset is everything, you know, putting yourself constantly, constantly in uncomfortable positions to make yourself change and grow and work that kind of person is 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 detrimental to society. Or well, not detrimental is 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 so important to society because they. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's just what, what makes people change. That's what moves people. That's what makes people want to grow. So my legacy, I think, yeah. is going to be just leaving that behind, leaving this work ethic, and and showing myself and everybody else that ever believed in me. Like it's, you know, we did it. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and
0: I've asked that question a lot lately because. Because I've been thinking about about my own legacy in radio and and what I want to leave for uh, for uh, people coming up behind me. Uh, I think uh, uh, beyond anything that I do in radio ever, um, um I think I just want to be I, I'd be known as generally just a good dude, you
1: know. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the uh, uh, the other important part is you you have to leave this this positive wake behind you, you know, that spread spread love spread positivity spreads leave something a good, good mark on the world. Man, if that's all I, if that's all I ever did even of, you know outside of music success or anything else then I would have lived a, a life worth living.
0: I agree completely. And and I tell you something else too. Uh um there have actually been people who have reached out to me and said, "Hey, I started my podcast because of you. I'm thinking, wait, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing how you never know who you're going to impact, you know, how you never know somebody Mm -hmm. that's listening or somebody that, you know, listens to your song or listens, you know, especially when you're putting out something that really has your heart in it. And for you, it's your podcast and what you're doing for artists. And, you know, for me, it's music and, and the legacy that I'm trying to build and create. But man, it's it's the most powerful thing when what you're working so hard at actually moves somebody and then they tell you about it. You know, they come back and for you, you know, they started a podcast or for me, you know, hey, like your song I, I can't tell you, I just had I had two people message me recently that really stood out and one of them was a mom and she had like, her little little girl like bouncing in and, and I I was one of my YouTube videos and it was the my rewrite that I did of, of Lee Bryce, his song Boy, I rewrote it called girl from Mm -hmm. a mom's perspective Mm -hmm. and she said it's the only thing that she will fall asleep to and she's crying and fussing she puts my video on and it calms her down and gosh that moved me so much just to know that you know i've never you know before i put that out you never know who it's going to touch how it's going to reach and then i had another girl reach out to me who was in her teens she was kind of playing guitar and starting to give up and she was like how do you do it how do i be more you know how do how do i get to where you are what do i do and it was just so humbling that she was actually looking to me for advice, you know, that I've put this out. And, you know, I half the time I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm throwing spaghetti at a wall trying to see what sticks, and I'm just doing anything I can. And, you know, she was like, how do you do it? And that that, that was so humbling to me that somebody would, would think highly enough of me to ask. So it's you right. never know who you're going to move. Right. Uh, you know,
0: and and speaking of of your of your uh, a re-rat of, of Blue Bryce's Boy, I've heard that song of yours, and it's just, wow.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I think that one was a, a really fun one to rewrite, just especially being, uh, com- coming from a girl's perspective. That was a song that I think a mm-hmm. lot of people related to from the boy aspect, but I think when you threw a girl twist on it, too, it, it really did. It gave it a whole new meaning, and it threw so much more heart and emotion into it, because, you know, mom's... It, moms and their kids, whether or not it's sons or daughters, you know, it's, it's just this crazy, you know, connection this bond. And the same with dads and sons Mm -hmm. that I was like, man, that, that's, I think that's the the half of that song is that's missing is that, you know, moms and their daughters is is something completely different and just as Mm -hmm. beautiful. Uh,
0: And I
1: also wanted
0: to, uh, I wanted to ask too, uh, 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 well, uh, I want to talk about about something something a little bit fun. Um, Nashville's getting pretty crazy right now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's an understatement. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: huh. See, we've got the the uh, NFL draft on Thursday, Thursday through Saturday, mm-hmm. and then um a little over a month from that is CMA Fest.
3: Mhm.
0: I can only imagine how how absolutely nuts the city is right now. I can only imagine.
1: It's crazy there. People are definitely already starting to get here for the draft, and Tootsie's right downtown is built on a whole new building onto the front side of the building, and the stage that's on the riverfront is bigger than any CMA stage I think I've ever seen for CMA Fest. So it's going to wow. be crazy. And then transitioning from that into CMA Fest and into summertime, I mean, tourism is growing exponentially in Nashville right now, too, so there's so many, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's a lot more people moving here and visiting here, so it's just, it's, it's there's constantly right. people coming in and out, which is incredible, it's it's awesome, there's so many new restaurants and music venues and really cool places, so I think it's a great thing for the city, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really excited to watch it grow, although I, I on the, on the subject of fun, it's not so fun, the only thing I'm bummed about is the Predators just, uh, just lost their game, so... I was kind of curious what
2: it was going to look like, I was like with them playing over the NFL. Oh, look, I was thinking so so basketball and the Brooklyn Nets tonight are most likely going to be eliminated by this Philadelphia 76ers after giving away a game on Sunday that they played their heart out. So we'll both be in a disappointed mood at the end of today.
1: <laughs> I'm right yep, I'm right there with
2: you. Uh, so thank uh, you but, for, uh, for sharing, uh,
0: sharing each other's sympathy. Um, I will actually be in Nashville uh, for CMA Fest because because a buddy of mine reached out to me and and asked me to help out with 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 interviews for uh, his radio show. So I'll be at the That's Commodore awesome. Grill about about uh, three or four days that week. I'll be at the Commodore.
1: Awesome! Yeah, I'm sure I'll swing by there at some point. I'll be all over the place that week. <laughs> Oh, Kelly, awesome. is a chance
2: that the we will be able to see you perform?
1: I do believe so. I have two shows right now that I'm scheduled to play, although I can't announce any dates yet because they're still locking down the venue. Um, but as soon as I have all that information, uh, one of them is with a new management company that just started. I'll be one of their featured artists. And then the other is just a show of mine that I'm doing. But uh, once I get those venues and dates and times locked down, I'll make sure to post and blast it on social media, and I'll, I'll tag you guys in it so you guys know where to go. <laughs>
2: Yes, uh, i That's how I met you. The, I met you at CMA Fest for the first time last year.
1: Yep, I remember you walking about It was a tavern. It was a Jack Daniel's tavern, right?
2: Tavern ninety six. That's where I saw you for the yep. first time in scorching <laughs> temperatures. Yep. Yeah, we we were both burning silhouettes last year. <laughs> yes, you were.
1: I. Yep, that you could not be more more true statement.
2: <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I. I still, I was very happy to see you. I am sure I will get another hug in before I officially burn to a crisp. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> well, we'll make sure to have a repeat. Maybe we'll aim for some air conditioning this next time around. <laughs> just for a few
2: seconds is all I need to resuscitate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me.
0: <laughs>
1: hey, listen. Uh,
0: uh, as we always do uh, uh, for artists. Uh, I will gladly play a burning silhouette and, and this new single of yours on my uh, Indie Country radio show.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. I'll I'll make sure you guys are on the list. I have a, a couple emails I'll be sending out the master to you before it gets actually uploaded onto Spotify. So as long as you guys don't go awesome. linking it or sharing it, <laughs> I'll make sure you guys Absolutely have one not. of the first copies. Okay uh uh i feel like uh
0: uh well uh, i've gotten to to uh a debut uh, a few artist uh singles here and there and and i'm gonna uh gonna tip my own horn for a second if you don't mind <laughs> but uh um uh and i've actually gotten to uh to uh, a world premiere single or two and that's always that's always a really special thing to do because because uh for somebody that that started radio seven years ago had absolutely no clue what he was doing, <laughs> uh uh for for you guys to uh trust me that much, I I don't take it lightly at all. <laughs>
1: Well, you're definitely well known and well loved here. At least I know in Nashville. So, you've you've got a good fan base of artists yourself. We all trust and love you.
0: I really appreciate that, and 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 that's something I'm I'm so grateful for because because uh, uh, the first two years of the show we covered Hollywood. The first two years of the show, <laughs> but uh, but music, uh, specifically country music, has has as always been my passion. So when when I made the switch to uh, to uh, covering country music back in 2014, I had so many questions. I said, uh, uh, "Would the industry uh, accept the show as like the the, the new kid on the block?" Would the artists accept it? I mean, would would uh, would the media itself accept it? And 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 five years into covering music, uh, I, I think it's safe to say uh, that y'all absolutely have. And 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 every single day, I'm like, is this actually my life right now? <laughs>
1: That's a good place to be I think that's what we all aim for You know, every day I don't know, you always want to be Whatever makes you happy, go for it and do it I'm, I I'm, personally am glad you came over to the country music side I like to say the grass is greener over here
0: Absolutely is And, and I'll tell you this And you know this uh, um, Of course I know that uh, There are, are, are Sharks in this industry I understand that completely um, There are sharks in radio, I'm not going to lie to you but but I feel like eighty five or ninety percent of the country music industry is just genuinely good people.
1: I'd agree with that. I think I think that's my favorite thing about the country music industry specifically. Um and even even some of the crossover stuff they're doing now where our worlds are kind of colliding with, you know, pop radio and rock radio and some of that other you know, some mm-hmm. of that other stuff, it's still everybody in this town especially and in you know this genre we lift each other up you know we don't tear each other down yes it is competitive but it's it's competitive to be building you know it's motivational it's not it's not you know depleting it doesn't make you feel exhausted like you're constantly fighting you know we build each other up we we encourage each other and motivate each other and we you know we, we grow like I said earlier as a family and as a team and it's some of the most incredible environments and just just businesses to be in because it's it's rare like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you you do find the sharks in a lot of other business models, but this one is a little bit different. There's a lot more heart in this one.
0: And and I tell you something else too that I knew, but I didn't realize until I saw it firsthand. An artist friend of mine um, recently had, well, is still going through a battle with cancer. And, and they had a a benefit show for her in her her uh, her uh, hometown of, of of Ontario, Canada.
3: Mhm.
0: Which was 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 live streamed on Facebook. And and I tell you this, L. country music takes care of their own. But they will absolutely wrap their arms around you and just take you in, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: It's the best part of uh, the modern world and Southern hospitality. You exactly. find the two, the two all messed up in one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Uh, so uh, before we wrap, uh, is there anything uh, that we uh, haven't covered today that you'd like to talk about? Any any tour dates coming up or anything for you?
1: There will be some tour dates. So we're still working on them right now. I've got a couple festivals opening for some friends that we're trying to line up some dates on. So I know I've been saying that a lot, but just keep posted because I swear they are coming. The, tours, uh, the right. tour dates and the and the, and the festival cities are going to be announced here soon. And then we'll, we'll get more of that information out. But other than that, right now I'm just focused on studio time and recording the music and getting you guys out some new stuff and do to. to. we rebranding and we're really just we're, we're we're pushing forward and I'm so excited for everybody to hear this next step.
2: Well uh, Ellie is there with you so your tour that your tour will take you to the northeast, more specifically New York and New Jersey.
1: Uh you know what? I do think New Jersey has been thrown around. I definitely know Boston has. So um you might gotcha. see me up there. That's definitely one I can I can I can hit towards.
2: I will keep my fingers crossed that you do good This is where I live in the Garden State.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, I I promise you you guys will be the first ones to know when I kind of come up there. Hopefully, I'll be announcing them here for the next uh, month or two or (laughs) so. Well, (laughs)
0: there's a festival. festival. (laughs) There's a festival uh, in my old college town uh, that that I need to give you the the information on. It's it's every September. Um. um, of course, they book independent acts, but but, um, uh, but they book uh, major acts. Like Brothers Osborne was there one year. Um, the rock band Sister Hazel was there one year. Um, a bunch of just major people. Uh, but of course, like I said, um, they book book independent acts too. I'll I'll give you the information.
1: Sure, absolutely. I'll make sure to pass it on to my management team because we're. Like I said, we're right in the trenches of it right now, making sure we get everything all lined up. So that would uh, be awesome. awesome. It's it, it's every September,
0: so uh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, but hey, uh, um, um, thank you again for doing this. It's been it, it's been so much fun catching up with you.
1: <laughs> Thanks. It's always good to talk with you guys, and I really hope I get to see you guys over CNA Fest this year. And uh, like I said, I promise you guys will be the first ones to get one of the one of the first copies of the master of the new song, uh, Turning Up Love Song, so as soon as I get it.
0: Awesome.
2: you uh, like uh, your single burning silhouettes. You are definitely on fire, Ellie, and I can't wait to see the rest of this <laughs> storm in a good way.
1: Thanks, guys. You and me both. <laughs>
0: yeah you know uh, well,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. when we were talking about 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 the um a new single that you were 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 uh sending out uh uh I pride myself on on my loyalty uh if if any of my singer friends gives me anything in confidence. You'd have to have to uh, uh, pry the information out of my cold dead hands.
1: <laughs> well, good to know. I, th- I think I trust you.
0: <laughs> because, because um, <laughs> the uh, uh, the way I look at that is, if you guys trust us enough uh, for that, uh, uh, there's no way I'm breaking that trust. <laughs>
1: Well, I know that's rare to find these days. So I know I, for one, am really, really glad to hear that, and I think every other artist in Nashville is too. All uh, right. Uh, um, so I think we're gonna
0: uh, let you go and let you get back to uh, uh, back to your 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 uh, studio work, but. Uh, but thank you again for doing
1: this today. Of course, guys. Thanks for letting me call in. It's just so good to talk and catch up and hopefully I'll have more news to catch up with you guys on later. <laughs>
0: yes. Thanks for
2: another uh, terrific uh, interview, El. It was definitely L rific.
1: <laughs> aw, thanks. <laughs> Hashtag uh, El right, yeah. I'll touch you later,
3: Elle, Al, okay? Mm. All right. Bye guys. Have a good one.
2: So good night, uh, Ellen.
0: That was fun.
2: Yeah. She really is a blossoming star. She, with the best years yet to come,
0: Mm -hmm,
2: maybe within within the next year or two. Can't wait to see her during Mm -hmm. CMA Fest Week. Right. So, I think we have have
0: Elena coming up next
2: week, don't we? Correct. April 30th, we have Elena. Should be terrific. Her new release, Chemical Imbalances, which is definitely that – Thought is ex- definitely explosive to say the least so it should be fun to catch up with her and then we have a full interview with just Kelly Adams on two weeks I know she stopped by as your co-host for your Indie Countdown uh, so it will be good mm-hmm. to speak to her and see what she's been up to
0: that's going to be fun uh, uh, do you want me to go yeah, over the rest of the
2: interview? I guess not yeah Um Sorry.
0: I think I'm going to let you go and, and wrap things up here. Okay, buddy?
2: All right. Have a good night, Cody. I'll speak to you next week.
0: Uh, I'm going to talk to you later. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our, inter- our interview with uh, with um, the lovely Miss Elle Mears. Um, like Craig said, next week at uh, 430 Central, next Tuesday at 430 Central, uh, one of my absolute favorite people in this world, uh, um, the lovely Miss Elena will be uh, stepping back to catch up with us. And I think with that, I think I'm going to end the episode right here. Keep me listening to Blue Days with Murph. Thank you, and goodbye.